Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm just going to do some short audio podcasts on different rules in Wandering Heroes of Ogregate, Strange Tales of Song Ling, and Righteous Blood Ruthless Blades, as well as some of the other games that we've been working on. Uh, I get a lot of questions about the rules, and these are just really simple clarifications. Uh, so today I want to cover the difference between defenses and regular skills and how those operate in the game. So... Uh, for those who don't know, all characters are based around skills. One group of skills are called defenses, and those are static numbers. They don't produce any dice that you roll. They're just you know a flat number that's used as your defense when somebody attacks you or tries to do something against you. And regular skills and all the other groups, like your physical skills, your combat skills, your knowledge skills, those are all usually between rank 0 and 3, and each rank you have gives you a d10 to roll. Um, so it's fairly straightforward. So as an example, if you have light melee and you have two ranks in it, then you're rolling 2d10. Um, if you have a uh, 6 in your hardiness, then you don't roll 6d10. You use that number when people try to roll damage against you to determine whether you take a wound or not. So it's really straightforward. Um, at, at character creation... Uh, it varies by system. So like in Strange Tales of Songling, there are flat defense ratings that everybody gets based on their path. In Wandering Heroes of Ogregate, it's a little bit more involved. So all of the, uh, um, all of the defenses have a base. And so the base for the, um, uh, the sort of more combat-y defenses, Hardiness, Evade, and Parry, those are three. And the base for the more subterfuge and intellectual defenses... Uh, of stealth, wits, and resolve, those have a base of six. And uh, at character creation, you know, it, for each skill group, you you are allowed to select it as primary or secondary. You get a certain number of primaries to assign. And if it's a primary skill group, you get 12 points. If it's a secondary, you get six points. Um, so with defenses, if you chose those as your secondary skill, your secondary skill group, you would get six additional points to put into um, those defenses. However, it's it's not it's not like a um, uh, it's not a it's not a one to one amount. You have to uh, you have to look at the skill table, which is on page thirty one, and that'll tell you the cost based on how many ranks you're taking. So if you take three ranks in a skill, it's going to cost you six points. So just as a um, just as an example, um, so. Uh, so if you used if you if you selected um, if you selected uh, defenses as your um, as as your secondary skill group, then you'd effectively have a max of three ranks that you could pop into any of them, or you could mix it up because if you take one skill rank, it's only one it costs one point. If you take two, it only costs three. So if you were to take uh, you know. Uh, two rank twos you could you could swing that with just six points for example and so you might take two points in hardiness and if you add that to your base that's going to give you a five and maybe two points in parry and if you add that to your base it's going to give you a five as well um, uh, and that's going to cost you six points total uh, in addition to that every rank that you advance you get uh one point to add to any of your defenses and that starts at chi rank one so at character creation step one when you're chi rank one when you're making your character you do have one additional point to spend so just as an example you might throw that into stealth and that would give you a seven stealth 
which would give you a total of six hardiness, three evade, six parry, seven stealth, six wits, and six resolve, because you basically just added points to hardiness, parry, and stealth. And then if you wanted to keep investing points in stealth every level, maybe at level two, you boost that stealth to, to eight, and then at level three, you boost it to nine, and you now have a nine uh, stealth. So that's that's how those work. And I just want to emphasize again, they are um, they are static numbers. They're they're not. You do not roll defenses now. If a GM wants to rule, for whatever reason, that you can roll your defenses because you know they want you to be able to actively use stealth or something to that effect, that's fine. But that's a that's completely a ruling. That's not in the rules. That's not something that is um, part of how the game works. Um, it was very intentionally designed to have static defenses where you are rolling um, your skills against them. And the, the basic reason for that was to keep the game fast. And that's especially important in a game like Ogregate where the game gets slowed down by the amount of Kung Fu techniques and the amount of counters that people are rolling. So you really want to make sure that the defenses are all being used to static numbers, that you're using the skill table Again, I, I, I should reemphasize this. There's a skill table on page 31 of the Wandering Heroes of Ogregate rulebook. If you go to that, it shows you the cost at each rank of the, of the skills. Uh, if you're having any trouble with this, just go to the bedrockgames.net website and you can download our app, the Bedrock Companion app, and you can make characters in there. And that'll kind of help you with, the, um, with, with how it works. Uh, you can do it randomly, or there's I think there's an option to do it manually as well. And also, uh, Adam is putting up, I think I, I put up an initial link on the Bedrock blog, uh, sort of uh, beginner's uh, reference pages for Ogregate and Strange Tales of Song Link. So, so yeah, and again, the, and then with the other skills, those are all active skills. So defenses, we call static skills, just a raw number. The remaining, the remaining skills are all active skills, and those are all, uh, every rank you have in each one is the amount of D10 that you roll. So if you have muscle, when you're trying to lift up something and say you have two ranks in muscle, you're going to roll 2D10 muscle. If you have no ranks in something, that's considered 0D10, which is unskilled, and unskilled rolls, you roll 2D10 and you take the single lowest result. So if you have no ranks in muscle, you would roll 2D10, and if you got a 7 and a 4, you would take the 4. If you have two ranks and you roll a seven and a four, you would take the seven. So that's just basically the way it works. It's meant to be pretty speedy. Um, and yeah, so uh, I think that's that's essentially all I wanted to talk about this time. I will be back on with additional rules clarifications. This is the first one, so hopefully, you know, uh, I didn't forget something or uh, misspeak about the rules. But if you have any further questions, uh, feel free to send them to me. You can uh, You can contact me you know, uh, on the blog or on, um, uh, on our website, you know, there's a variety of means to, to contact us. Probably the, the website's probably the best way to do it. And, uh, and yeah, and I'll, and I'll hopefully be back on with, um, with more rules clarifications. Cause I do get a lot of these and I like answering these questions.